Close your eyes for a brief moment. Imagine you are taking a walk one morning and you come across an area of greenery. There are trees, bushes, nice grass and shrubs. Suddenly, a large bush in front of you bursts into flames with seemingly no cause. And you look at it in shock. You realize something odd is happening. The bush isn't burning up. It's just burning. As you stare in wonder, a voice comes from the burning bush calling you by your name. Open your eyes. By now, you probably have a general idea of the story I'm talking about here. But I'm willing to bet you don't know the whole story. In this short piece, we're going to pray for compassion and mercy. And more importantly, I'm going to share with you three things you probably overlooked in the story of the burning bush. Back to that voice calling you by name. You would be extremely freaked out, right? I think it's safe to say that this would be an odd scenario for any of us. Yet, this is exactly what Moses experiences in the beginning of the Exodus story. God appears to him and speaks to him through a burning bush to tell him to lead God's people out of slavery in Egypt. So the first thing to note about the burning bush is that the event was initiated by God's compassion for his people. All throughout scripture, we are told that God is compassionate towards his people. Isaiah 49 verse 13 says, Shout for joy, O heavens, and rejoice, O earth. Break forth into joyful shouting, O mountains, for the Lord has comforted his people and will have compassion on his afflicted. Similarly, Isaiah chapter 30 verse 18 says, Therefore the Lord longs to be gracious to you, and therefore he waits on high to have compassion on you. For the Lord is a God of justice. How blessed are all those who long for him. An interesting thing to consider about compassion is this. Can you be compassionate without acting? If I walk past a freezing homeless person and state that I have compassion upon them, yet do nothing about their situation, is that compassion? Of course not. You cannot have compassion without action, and God is the perfect role model for this. God heard the cries of his people in slavery in Egypt, and he had compassion upon them. Exodus chapter 3 verse 7 says, The Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt. And I have given heed to their cry because of their taskmasters, for I am aware of their sufferings. Yet, it wasn't just an emotional response. God took action. He came to Moses through the burning bush and commissioned with him with this special task of leading the people of God into freedom. This event and the events that followed throughout the Exodus story were all the result of the compassion of the Lord. My second point. Let me ask you something. When do you think is the first time in the Bible 
where it says that God is angry. When Adam and Eve sinned? Probably. When God flooded the earth? Could be. When the Tower of Babel was being built? Sure. Actually, it was none of these. The first time it is noted in the Bible that God was angry is in this story of the burning bush. Let's take a look at why this is the case. When God asks Moses to lead his people out of Egypt, Moses is very hesitant and brings up reasons on why he can't do it. He tells God that the people won't listen or that they won't know the God who was calling them out of Egypt. He tells God that he isn't good at speaking and that God should choose someone else. Finally, after Moses refusing five different times to fulfill God's command, God gets angry. Exodus chapter 4, verse 10 through 14 says, Then Moses said to the Lord, Please, Lord, I have never been eloquent, neither recently nor in time past, nor since you have spoken to your servant, for I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. The Lord said to him, Who has made man's mouth? Or who makes him mute or deaf? Or seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now then go, and I, even I, will be with your mouth and teach you what you are to say. But he said, Please, Lord, now send the message by whomever you will. Then the anger of the Lord burned against Moses, and he said, Is there not your brother Aaron, the Levite? I know that he speaks fluently, and moreover, behold, he is coming out to meet you. When he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. God tells us in his word that he is slow to anger, yet we often see passages that make us think otherwise. This passage, though, is a great example of how God is not quick to become angry. He is patient with Moses, answering Moses' every question and insecurity and tending to his needs. Yet, when Moses still chooses to not show faith in him, that is when God gets angry. If you and I were God, we would probably respond the same way. We must be careful to get a realistic view of God's anger, or we can paint a picture of God that is not the truth. Yes, God gets angry, and he does show his wrath at times. However, he is slow to anger, and he is patient and merciful with us at all times. The third important thing you need to know about the story of the burning bush is the significance of the name which the Lord uses for himself. In Exodus chapter 3, verse 13 through 15, it says, Then Moses said to God, Behold, I am going to the sons of Israel, and I will say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. Now they may say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, I am has sent me to you. 
God furthermore said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial name to all generations. When God sent Moses to lead his people out of Egypt, he gave Moses a specific name to call him by. The name I Am. What is the significance and meaning of this name? In Egypt, where the Israelites were in slavery, the Egyptian gods were very specific in their dominion and reign. They had a god for the sun, a god for the sky, and so on. Each of those gods were gods over specific things, but they were limited to that dominion. In contrast, God is saying here that He is the God over all things. He is the self-sufficient one, the one who governs all, and the one who is not constrained in dominion. He is declaring himself more powerful and mighty than the gods which the Egyptians worshipped. This was important because wars and conflicts at the time were often seen as wars and conflicts between the two nations' gods. God was giving the people of Israel comfort in knowing that he was the most powerful God and that the Egyptian gods would not stop him from saving his people. The story of the burning bush was truly a demonstration of God's compassion, power, and love that he shows toward his people even now. Children of God, let us pray. God, we pray that we would have the faith that we need to carry out your commands in our daily lives. We thank you for what you did for the Israelites, and we thank you for the same compassion and mercy that you pour out on us today as your people. We ask you for courage to do the things you call us to do, and we ask for your presence and your power as we go out into the world to do them. We pray all these things in your precious name, Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen.